Drivers, start your engines! It's time for the fastest hour of radio. Southern Race Week with your host, William Barber. All right, welcome into this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. It's Alfie. That's right. Once again, it is me. It is Alfie. Once again, filling in for WB, who is continuing to recover from a little bout of laryngitis. So uh, once again, he's going to be taking this week off. But it's all right. I am here. And once again, I'll be delivering to you another brand new episode of Southern Race Week Radio. And don't forget about our social media locations and platforms. You can uh, like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Southern Race Week. You can follow us on Twitter at SRW Radio. You can follow our fearless leader at WB Radio Network. And you can follow yours truly at Alfie underscore uh, 19. And we do have a, another jam-packed episode uh, Southern Race Week Radio coming up for you here today, and I am very excited, uh, very fired up, because I am ready to check off another racetrack on my list of tracks that I have visited in my illustrious NASCAR media coverage career, and I'll be checking off Texas Motor Speedway. That is right. I've got my credentials. I've got my hotel room booked and ready to go, and I'll be heading to Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas. And Texas Motor Speedway for the running of this year's All-Star Weekend event. It's going to be awesome. The Trucks Xfinity All-Star Race Cup Series event will be taking place all weekend long. So many activities. I mean, they've got a lot of things going on. You can head over to TexasMotorSpeedway.com if you want to purchase tickets. There's still tickets available, but they are going to be going fast. So make sure you get that. That's going to be coming up the weekend of May 20th through the 22nd at TMS. So head on over there to the website. Once again, TexasMotorSpeedway.com. But as I mentioned, I got everything ready to go and it's going to be great. I'm going to be delivering live videos during the weekend. I'll be uh, putting up pictures on our Facebook page and Twitter. I'll be doing some Facebook lives as well. Kind of give you a first person perspective of the fun and excitement that you can have when you're at Texas Motor Speedway, because they do have the all-star race coming up here in just a a matter of weeks, but they do have another race that will be part of the chase this year later in the season. So uh, it'll give you kind of an opportunity to say, you know what, maybe uh, I want to go to Texas Motor Speedway too and, and check out a great race. I mean, it's a, a short flight. Uh, I mean, a, a little bit of a lengthy drive. I am going to be driving uh, to Texas to the uh, Motor Speedway. So uh, I'm excited for it. Like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash the race week. Follow us on Twitter at SRW Radio as I'll be tweeting, I'll be sending videos and posting pictures all throughout the All-Star Weekend activity and events at Texas Motor Speedway here the weekend of May 20th through the 22nd. Speaking of Texas Motor Speedway, coming up in just moments, we're going to be speaking to the head man in charge, the general manager of Texas Motor Speedway, Rob Ramage. We'll be speaking to him here in just a couple of minutes to get a preview of what's going to be coming on at Texas Motor Speedway for All-Star Weekend. And then we'll get the latest in short track news with short track guru and host of PRN of the track, Lenny Patiki. And then we'll wrap up this week's program with Cup Series driver for Roush Fenway Kozlowski Racing, Chris Busher. So all of those guests will be joining us this week here. So just sit back and relax, get set to enjoy another great episode of Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. Hi, this is Justin Ashley, 2020 NHRA Rookie of the Year, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. 
All right, welcome back to this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network itself. We continue on with this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast, which is available for you every Monday at iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. I'm very honored and privileged as we welcome our next guest here into the program via the Food Depot Zoom line. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome in the Senior Vice President and General Manager of Texas Motor Speedway. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Mr. Rob I love that, Alfred. You always do the best intros. You you make me feel like I'm I'm somebody special. So thank you. Well, you are. You are a big deal, sir. In about a week, you're going to be welcoming NASCAR Nation to Texas Motor Speedway for the All Star Weekend events, and I'm very excited. I'm going to be on hand with Southern Race Week Radio. Going to do be be doing a lot of FaceTime live pictures, videos, because I want to document my entire experience while I'm at Texas Motor Speedway and let our listeners here at Southern Race Week Radio kind of experience through at least my eyes what it's like to visit Texas Motor Speedway and take in a race weekend. So I'm very excited about that. And I'm sure your staff has been working around the clock, getting everything ready for the All-Star Race Weekend, sir. So I got in the schedule. Seems like there's going to be an event going on every day leading up to the Sunday event for the All-Star Race. So for our listeners out there, tell us about some of the great entertainment and things you're going to have put on for NASCAR Nation when they head out to Texas Motor Speedway for the All-Star Race Weekend. Yeah, and and thanks for having me. I love coming on. Uh, So to everybody listening, we we really set out to create a festival of fun. We already have campers on property, and every day there is something to do. Uh, It may not be for everybody, but we really wanted to create options to occupy your time. So we've got bingo games in the campgrounds, movies, we're watching races, um, all kinds of meet and greets, activities, cookouts, all kinds of stuff throughout the week. And what we're doing is we're leading up to that main show Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So for you listeners, you know, that have been to Texas Motor Speedway before, when you come into the grandstands, you go through through what we call the fan zone. And that fan zone is like, well, it's 1.2 miles long. And it's full of nothing but entertainment, entertainment for everybody, not only families. You know, we've got a kid's fan zone, uh, Western gunfights, stilt walkers, balloon artists, face painters. We've got a uber cool canine competition, high wire axe, human cannonball. We've got a high dive uh, where these people jump into this ADB little pool, BMX competition, uh, skateboarding, motorcycles, you name it. It's just one mile long of fun. That's going to be going Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And then on Friday, you know, we have Trackside Live, and that's a it's a really cool thing. It's great for everybody. And it's a big, long stage with professional announcers, lights, microphones. On Friday alone, on Friday alone, we have 26 drivers making an appearance. 26 drivers. That has to be a record for all the NASCAR racetracks. So, Go to my website, texasmotorspeedway.com. Look at that schedule. This is your opportunity to come out on that Friday before the truck race and to really have a full day of fun, full day of activities, 
uh, get to listen, meet, and see all the drivers that you know, get to be up close with them, and then watch a really great truck race, uh, seven o'clock Friday night, uh, speedycash.com. Uh, and then uh, Friday night, we have all kinds of other activities in the infield and the campgrounds, early Saturday morning, breakfast, all kinds of activities. Fan Zone opens up at nine again. It's more of the same. It's really too much for uh, one person or a group of people to see uh, in a given day. And then that trackside live stage is again, just covered with cup drivers, truck drivers, Xfinity drivers, all throughout the day, celebrities and athletes. Then at 12.30, we have the SRS Distribution 220, the Xfinity race. That's gonna last, it's gonna be a great race. It's gonna be beautiful weather. Then at six o'clock, we've got uh, cup practice. And then we've got our Uber Cool qualifying. That'll be done by about eight, 8.30. Then we've got a concert that we're hosting for our campers and it's free to everybody. So I'm buying all the hamburgers. I'm buying all the Coca-Cola. I'm buying all the water. I'm buying all the hot dogs. If you want to show up and bring something else to throw on the grill, God bless you, bring it on. Or if you want to show up and bring something else to drink, I get it. Come on. We've got three really cool bands that are going to perform on a big stage. That's going to end. And then at 10 o'clock that night, we have an ACDC tribute band that if you're watching them, you would kind of really think they're an ACDC band. And then after that's over, we have more activities in the infield that are gonna be a lot of fun. On Sunday, gates open up early, fan zone opens up at 11. Uh, it's again, um, cup drivers, truck drivers, Xfinity drivers, a lot of our dignitaries, Drew Pearson, uh, NFL Hall of Fame member, Marty Turco, a legendary goalie, um, and then somebody that I really can't wait to meet and I really can't wait to see. We have a Medal of Honor winner, and most people have never had the privilege to meet a Medal of Honor winner in person or to hear them talk, but he's gonna be on Trackside Live as well, and he's only one of three service members that currently serve that have been awarded the Medal of Honor. And so President Trump gave him that. Um, that'd be really neat for the fans to get to see more of those sideshows and all those acts going on. On Sunday at three o'clock, Blake Shelton is gonna perform a 60 minute, a 60 minute concert. So if wherever your listeners are, if you're in Kansas or Louisiana or Colorado or Florida or Georgia, if you go to your big city venue and you pay all that big money to go see somebody like Blake Shelton, you're gonna to get to see a 60 minute show. Uh, so we're bringing that here for the same price of a ticket. You can upgrade. And for all weekend for 99 bucks, you can get a, a trackside uh, pass and that'll get you down right on the stage, get to see the cars up close. We've got the uh, open, it's gonna happen at five o'clock. So three drivers will advance from the open into the all-star race. This morning I had a, um, a staging and production meeting. 
the staging that we're going to have for the all-star race is just like what you see at a Super Bowl. It is next level. It is super cool. That is worth the price of admission. The flyover, I'm working on the flyover as we speak. It's going to be something that's never been done at Texas Motor Speedway. It's going to be uber cool. Seven o'clock, the all-star race begins. The format that we've created, it involves everybody. It involves the pit crew. What we're doing there is very unique. You're going to see some really cool uh, motorsports racing. And then our vision is we really want our grandstands to look like our city. We love motorsports racing. Um, Most people don't know this, but most cultures and ethnicities are big fans of motorsports racing. And we really want to invite our Hispanic community to come join us, be part of what we love the most. Um, So I've hired a band called Banda MSA, and they're the only Mexican band to perform and record with Snoop Dogg, and they're the only Mexican band to perform at Coachella. So in other words, if you don't listen to Mexican music or Hispanic music or Latino music, they're like a U2 or a Rolling Stones. So they're pretty big time. So we're going to have a great crowd. We're going to do things that have never been done at TMS. The investment in the fans that we've made on the fan zone is next level. It's going to be the biggest, the best, the loudest, and the most exciting fan zone ever in the history of TMS. And then you figure the two marquee bands that we have. So I would encourage you, encourage all your viewers, um, look around, uh, see what's going on in Miami or San Francisco or Chicago or Los Angeles or Atlanta or wherever, all across the country. See what's going on on May the 22nd in our great country. And I will represent until somebody proves me wrong that the most exciting, the the most, the biggest event that's going to occur in our country is going to happen here at Texas Motor Speedway on that day. It's the best day of music, the best day of entertainment, the best day of motorsports racing. And it's just, it's really next level and it's going to be fabulous. Well, I'm telling you, Mr. Ramage, uh, just that description alone, I am fired up and I'm excited uh, for my trip down to Texas Motor Speedway for All-Star Week, and it's going to be great. I know tickets are probably still available, so you can call 817-215-8500. That's 817-215-8500, and also at texasmotorspeedway.com. Mr. Ramage, as always, you're a great friend of the show, sir. We appreciate you taking the time to uh, join us to let us know what's going on. And not only will you have the all-star race this sweet year, but also later on during the playoff chase, you'll have another race there at Texas Motor Speedway as well. So it's never too early to get your hands on those tickets to see some great playoff race and uh, also at Texas Motor Speedway. So looking forward to that as well. Uh, Mr. Ramage, we always appreciate your time, sir. Thank you so much. And if our listeners want to reach out to you guys and find out any information or anything else, where can they go to to kind of follow you around or or social media-wise? Yeah, uh, so we have all the social media sites, Twitter, Instagram, you name it, we got it. Uh, If anybody wants to to speak to me directly, feel free to call me at 817-215-8553, or you can always email me at rramage at texasmotorspeedway.com. 
Well, we're excited for NASCAR Nation to convene at Dallas-Fort Worth, Texas for an exciting All-Star Race Weekend. Mr. Ramage, as always, we appreciate your time, sir. Uh, good luck to you as you welcome in NASCAR Nation. I can't wait to come down and visit. And we'll talk to you again down the road as we get closer to that next race date for you guys. All right. Thank you, Alfred. Uh, happy trails to Texas, my friend. This is Mason Massey, driver of the number 91 Chevrolet. You're listening to Southern Race Week. All right. Welcome back to this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. It's Alfie continuing on with this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. And we're very honored and privileged to welcome in our next guest here, Via the Food Depot Hotline, a great friend of the show. You can hear him weekly as he's the host of PRN at the track, which is available for you on a PRN station near you. Or you can always go to the website, goprn.com, click on shows, and listen to the podcast every week as we welcome in the host of PRN at the track. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Mr. Lenny Batiki. Alfie, that always sounds great, and I think this week was better than uh, even the last time ah. I did it. So uh, thank you for having me on, and grassroots racing, a, a pretty good-looking weekend coming up. That's right, and we're always looking at Lenny Patiki to give us the inside info of what's going on in the world of short track racing, which he's always around doing. You can He's at various tracks all along the southeast calling action for Flow racing, everything going on. I mean, you're just a, a busy gentleman. You're pretty much not only just doing your PRN at the track show, but you're also available on many of these uh, networks that carry some of this short track action, aren't you? Yeah, we're really fortunate to be able to have uh, the opportunity to, uh, you know, go and try to uh, share the experience with uh, the listeners at home, whether they're on Flow, Pit Row TV, uh, wherever uh, I need a dirt vision. And, uh, you know, to try to give them the insight into what's going on. And, uh, you know, Albert, I, I, I will tell you, Alfie, uh, that um, we had some good racing last weekend. Tacoa Speedway uh, up in the north has something pretty well brewing in the modifieds. A guy named Chris Nickerson, who moved down south from Michigan, has started to really take home a lot of trophies in the modified division. He's got like three in a row and four over the season already. <laughs> So uh, he's somebody to go out and uh, watch if you're up in the Tacoa area. And uh, you were telling me that you're going to be kind of traveling around here. And you know what, Lenny, And as we were talking about a lot of these flow racing, uh, pit road TV, a lot of these businesses and companies that are starting to broadcast uh, these short track races and, and tracks. And also, I know that uh, NBC, through their app, has been doing some of this last year as well with Atlanta and then what uh, then the, the Bandolera and, and Legends programs that – as Charlotte, there seems to be a, a big demand and a, a, and a huge interest in watching some of these young kids because a lot of them developed who are now in the Cup Series now. Joey Logano, for instance, David Reagan, some of those guys have uh, come up through those Bandolero and Legend Cards programs. So I think it's really cool that you're able to expose an audience who might not be able to get to these, these tracks and check these uh, races out to be able to watch them on the Internet and online. Yeah, I think it really introduces uh, a big audience to some of these big personalities. And, uh, you know, you mentioned uh, Logano he and William Byron both came up through the legends. It uh, looked kind of like legends racing <laughs> last week, uh, you know, in Darlington. I'm sure that they will work it out uh, off and on the track to get that part fixed up. But it gives the fans a chance uh, to tune in uh, if they can't make it to a track where maybe maybe they can't go to Tacoa and they can – Tune in. I'm not sure whether they're on any of the platforms, but um, and see 
new personalities and new tracks and go, you know what? I want to make a plan to go to that track and see that racer. I've heard of them. I've always wanted to go. But uh, the best place to see a race is still sitting there on the grandstands and, and watching and feeling it and experiencing the sounds and the sights and the smells that no TV, even if it was uh, NBC or Fox, can give you the experience it is to go to, uh, to a racetrack to be able to see it in person. And one of the cool things I like about watching that is that you, in the audience, there's so many families, so many kids. For a lot of kids, this might be their first exposure to, to racing and enjoy an affordable weekend with the family and enjoy some, some great racing. So it's always a lot of fun to head out to the short tracks all over the United States of America. And I know that we have some great events that are going to be coming up here on the calendar, Lenny. So uh, what, what, what are some of the events that maybe some of our listeners should be circling on their calendars or maybe checking out some of the Flow Racing websites and stuff like that to check out some of the action they can either uh, go and see live in person or even check out via one of these great sites? Well, um, you know, all those sites like uh, Pit Row TV and Flow and Dirt Vision have uh, not only racing live, but they've got – uh, a library so that if you missed a race on the weekend, say you were at your local track, Sonoa or Cochrane or Winder Barrow, one of those tracks, and you wanted to go back home the next day and watch a race that happened at the same time while you were at your track, you're able to do it in their in their vault libraries. And I think that's a real bonus to getting one of these uh, you know, one or two of these uh, pay-per-view plans to where you know it's just a monthly charge now. It's not this great outrageous price every time you want to watch a race. It really ends up to be over a year, pretty much like what it would cost you to go to you know a number of races. Really, it's not not the scary price it used to be. But a couple races happening soon. Sonoa is racing this weekend, or you can call it Sonoya. Um, but Screven has the Coca-Cola 25, which is a race featuring the Bandit 602 Late Model Series and the SCT SCDRA, which is those sport compacts. Great racing over at Screven. And next week, I'm equally excited about Swainsboro's Daniel Chevrolet Road Warrior feature. Three grand to win in the Road Warriors. That will be like if the Road Warriors were wrestling over there because it's that wild. <laughs> uh, so Screven this weekend, Swainsboro next weekend. Be a couple of good options for you if you want to scoot over to the eastern part of the state. And tracks like Winder Barrow, Hartwell, Tacoa, Sonoa. Cochran, they're all pretty much got races on their calendars. And get out and see some of that racing. It's a great time of the year. It's not too, too hot right now, but the racing sure is sizzling. And we're looking forward to seeing our own very own Bob Pollard. He's going to be representing the state of Georgia XRX Series uh, coming up at Five Flags Speedway. So I know we're have a lot of excitement for that as well as the XRX Series uh, who, um, you know, on CBS television really shows uh, a lot of the short track racing drivers and also some of these great tracks that you mentioned uh, as well, Mr. Batiki. And if our listeners want to follow along and, and enjoy your podcast, which is available for you every week, where can they go to get a glimpse and listen in to PRN at the track? Well, they can go to goprn.com, which is the Internet site for the Performance Racing Network, or download the PRN app and follow us on Twitter at PRNs at the track. We only talk about grassroots racing, so they'll be able to really keep up with that. And you must know some one of our directors, because this week's show features from the Nashville Fairgrounds a late model driver named Cole Williams, who was voted in to race in July in the SRX series at the fairgrounds. So, uh, you know, give a listen, and you'll hear what it's like to get that call to say, hey, come race in the SRX series. And this kid, Cole Williams, pretty bright star uh, from over there at the Nashville Fairgrounds. I think uh, you'll enjoy. In fact, 
I asked him if he would wreck Paul Tracy. Wait till you hear his answer. <laughs> well, check it out. Go PRN.com and uh, PRN at the track, your local access to everything that's going on in the world of grassroots racing, the future of NASCAR right now for you. Uh, Mr. Batiki, as always, we really appreciate your time, sir. Uh, hopefully we'll talk to you again down the road to keep up what's going on in the world of short track news, and we'll talk to you again. Take care, my friend. Alfie, thank you so much. Have a great rest of your week. Bye-bye. Hi, this is Melissa Byfield, driver in the NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. All right, welcome back to this brand-new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. It's Alfie continuing on with this brand-new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. And we're very honored and privileged to welcome our next guest here into the program via the Food Depot Zoom line. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome in the driver, number 17 Ford, for RFK Racing. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Mr. Chris Busher! Mr. Busher, thank you so much for taking the time to join us this week here on Southern Race Week Radio. Hopefully you're having a great day today, my friend. Yeah, absolutely. It's been a good, uh, good morning. Got a bunch of uh, content shot and getting ready for... Uh, for, for NBC to take over on the second half of the season and um, getting better at those intros. That one seemed to get a little bit longer. So you got that, that lung capacity <laughs> getting you well, through that. Hey, you know, it takes a lot of practice, a lot of rehearsal time for this kind of introduction. So it's not something that we just throw away uh, lightly, sir. When we have a big guest on, we got to make sure we let them know how big of a deal they are. And you are a, <laughs> a big deal, Mr. Busher. So we really appreciate your time. So real quickly off the bat, let's start with one of the questions I've been wondering here for the last few weeks or so. RFK Racing, this is your first year with uh, Brad kind of taking over a little bit of the leadership responsibilities there at RFK Racing. Now, you've been a part of the transition. How's that transition been like now that Brad Keselowski's there, not only as a driver, but also as a part owner of the team as well? What has that transition been like for you guys? Yeah, it's been really solid. Um, I tell you, Brad's a really sharp individual. Got a lot of insight to everything on our competition side. To be honest, I don't know how he does it. I don't know how he's pulled in so many different directions and, and functions every day and shows up where uh, where he's supposed to. I couldn't do it, but it's been really neat to see him come in and, and have that that energy and that excitement and that drive. It's something that you know he's talked about owning a race team for a long time. This has given him that opportunity where he can chase that and uh, continue to to build something where we already have uh, such a, a prominent legacy with with Jack Roush here at rfk so it's been really cool to to start off uh you know maybe not quite the progress we wanted early on but we are making good steps in the right direction and making gains uh just um trying to make bigger steps at, at a time right now what's it been like to have someone like that a championship driver who's won a cup who's had a lot of experience to come in and kind of guide you a little bit and maybe help you in your development as a driver as well yeah i tell you i've had some really good fortune to be teammates with some some really good drivers, whether that was A.J. Allmendinger and, and learning about road racing from him. Ryan Newman has obviously been really successful in our sport. And then most recently with Brad coming in. And I think what's neat about Brad is he's able to to articulate really well what he's, he's trying to help with and uh, has a good memory of, of what he's looking for at different racetracks. And the example I've used most of the season, and, and just because it's the most prominent one, um, there have been several since. But the example I use is the the Phoenix test. I ran the first day, and he ran the second day. You know, we don't have the, uh, especially at that time, we didn't have the car count to be able to bring two cars. And I remember him getting in the second day, and he said, look, I want to give you a couple things to think about just based on where the balance of this car is at 
and uh, you know what my previous successes at Phoenix have been. And um, he said, I want you to try and you know work on entry here, get happy on this feeling here, but don't worry about it here. And you know some of that went into our Phoenix weekend. And uh, Phoenix has been a really tough racetrack for me. And uh, I think we came out of there with a 10th place finish. Um, so it was immediately noticeable just by taking a little bit of advice and applying that towards what I was after in the race car. Uh, we got instant results out of it. And it carried over to, to Richmond, uh, to some of the Speedway stuff that we've talked about. So it's been really neat to have Brad over and be able to lean on a, a, a champion in our sport to, to help me along and, and keep learning. Now, you did a tire test at Lambert Speedway for this new next-gen car. You've had a handful of races so far, kind of getting that learning level of, of the car and what it does at certain tracks and, and all of that. Now that you've had this many races under your belt, what are your perspective and thoughts on the new car? We definitely have figured out a lot of things that uh, have gotten much better. Uh, there's probably a little bit of tweaking left to do, but, um, but definitely come a long way, and it's continuing to develop every week. The sequential shifting has ended up being a lot of fun at a lot of places. Um, and then we ended up shifting the entire day at Martinsville and that was not fun. So I think that was call it about 1500 shifts throughout that race. Not exactly what we were after there and, and didn't end up putting on the best racing product. Now we've had some really good racing at other places along the way. We're still learning with it and figuring out what it'll, what it'll take. Uh, it's still a little twitchy. And I think some of that's just from a, a lower profile tire. A lot of the heat issues have been addressed. And I know we're not in the middle of summer yet, but it's been pretty comfortable inside the cars. They're still uh, very physical to drive and, and definitely a handful, but still a lot of fun. So uh, definitely a, a few things that we'd like to tweak on, but we've made a tremendous amount of progress early on in the season. Speaking with the driver number 17 of Ford for RFK Racing, Chris Busher here on the Southern Race Week Radio. In a couple of weeks, we'll be having the All-Star Race Weekend at the Texas Motor Speedway. You're currently in the fan vote process. You're in the top 10 right now. So I know you want to get as many votes as you can so to be a part of the all-star race. Have you started a campaign or, or what are you doing to try to help out yourself in, in getting a few more votes for that all-star race weekend event? Yeah. I'm, um, I tell you, if I was better on social media, we could probably probably make this a lot easier, but um, learning that one and, and get better. And uh, you know, it is in my, my home state in Texas. So definitely leaning in on that, uh, that home crowd to pull us through on that one. Um, the plan is to not use the fan vote, though. The plan is to to win this weekend and be locked in. And if that doesn't come around, then we'll go and uh, we'll, we'll race our way in in Texas. So looking forward to it. I think um, it's going to be a, a fun race. I know we got some some rule tweaks and twists, and I got to study into those a little bit more and, and fully understand it. But uh, I I think we're we're in a good spot. Definitely looking for uh, for as many votes as we can get. But we're going to race our way in. Now, when you're getting ready for a race on Sunday, what do you kind of do to prepare yourself and get psyched up for a race on Sunday? Man, we, um, you don't really have a chance to decide that for yourself. Uh, we get up race day and we'll go through, um, you know, when the garage opens, we'll, we'll go do some trackside appearances. We'll have our sponsors come in and we'll do some, some meet and greets with them, uh, show them around the hauler. And then, um, you know, pretty shortly after that, we'll go, go grab some, Grab some food, go grab some steak, and um, and basically right into uh, our or what used to be our drivers meeting, our now 1948 meeting, um, and then it's right to intro. So you really don't get that time to relax or, or really get into um, a certain mood till the command to start engines. And once you're in the car and, and you're by yourself, that's when you can really start start thinking it through. So 
Uh, race days are a little bit crazy, a little bit unique to our sport, right? That um, we have a tremendous amount of access for our fans and for our partners. And it's one of the, the things that makes it so special to our partners and, and gets a lot of value out of it for, um, for our fans as well. So a um, little bit chaotic on race day until you get in the car. And, uh, and then it's kind of on you to decide if it's going to be chaotic from there or not. Mr. Busher, if our listeners want to follow you on social media and keep up with what's going on with you and your racing, uh, where can they go to follow you and keep up with you? Yeah, we're on the, the three major ones. I, I guess they're the three major ones now. I know there seems like every week they're starting another, but we're um, it's C underscore Busher for, uh, for Instagram, which is probably my most active. And then, um, then on Twitter and, and Facebook as well. So uh appreciate everybody coming in and tuning in we'll try and uh try and get a decent amount of racing content as well as um some of our, our day-to-day farm life in there so uh try and uh try and give a little bit of insight into our our weeks well mr busher we really appreciate you taking the time to join us this week on southern race week radio uh good luck to you the rest of the season looking forward to your return to our home track here for southern race week radio uh, atlanta motor speedway so uh enjoy the rest of the season sir and hopefully we'll catch back up with you again down the road my friend we will enjoy it for sure. I appreciate it. Have a good one. Hey, everyone. It's Jeb Burton, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. All right. Welcome back to this brand-new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. It's Alfie once again filling in for WB, who's continuing to recover from a laryngitis situation, and he's improving a little bit every day, but his doctors are still telling him not to, you know, talk all that much. He's starting to talk a little bit, but not that much. So, uh not able to join us on the program this week, but uh, we're crossing our fingers, WB, that you'll be with us back uh, on the program, back in the captain's chair here to deliver a new episode of Southern Race Week Radio. So if you're out there listening to WB, uh, keep fighting, buddy, and hopefully we'll have you back on the program uh, here soon. The podcast will be up for you on Monday, so if you want to hear this episode all over again or listen to our previous episodes of Southern Race Week Radio, you can check out the podcast, which will be up on Monday at iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Just go to one of those locations, go to the search, type in Southern Race Week. You'll find the podcast, and while you're there, subscribe, uh, give it a ranking, or leave a comment as well. We would really, really appreciate it. Don't forget about our social media platforms. Uh, you can like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Southern Race Week. Follow us on Twitter at SRW Radio. And uh, once again, thanks to our guests for joining us this week, the general manager, of Texas Motor Speedway, Rob Ramage. Also, Lenny Patiki, host of PNN on the Track, uh, for delivering the latest in short track news, and also driver for RFK Racing, Chris Busher, also joining us and bringing us some great insight into the world of NASCAR. So, uh, and also don't forget about the email address. If you want to send me an email, uh, comments, thoughts, maybe you're an up-and-coming driver who wants to get on the program, Please email me anytime you can, srwradio at yahoo.com. That's srwradio at yahoo.com. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. We'll catch back up with you next week on a new edition of Southern Race Week Radio along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. (laughs) 